To the Real Mama Pod. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. We are real moms. Sharing real experiences. The, the things people don't tell you. Hey, Mama. Hey. Hey, Mama. How are you? I'm good, friend. Uh, if this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Kendra. And I'm your host, Devin. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so, friend, we are essentially, we're doing a part two of a conversation mm-hmm. that we had and yeah. <laughs> yeah we were like we can keep talking so why not make it two separate episodes right so one is a very light and fun episode and one we're gonna dig a little deeper and talk about what's going on with us yeah and this is still and just gonna to update be, you guys yeah it's not yeah, gonna fun be and light. heavy but Maybe. you know not, not too well, heavy, just some updates just some updates. some updates yeah, because we have a lot of guests. We have a lot of gay, great guests, but a lot of times it's hard for us to kind of update what's going on with us. Mm-hmm. So I think this is perfect. Yes, indeed. So let's we're going to actually start off with you. I feel like we're always talking about me and what's going on in my personal life. So mm-hmm. we're going to see what's going on with Mrs. Grace. There's a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of transition. Um, so... We've done a lot of traveling um, this summer, spring, summer. So we're coming off that high. Um, With that, sitting my behind down because we have spent a lot of money um, traveling and doing these experiences. And although you cannot trade those experiences for the world, you also need to be financially responsible. (laughs) So, yeah, it's time to sit on down. Um, But this summer was great. Drew turned five, and I can't believe I'm a parent of a five-year-old. That's wild. That's still wild to me. He's going to kindergarten. He's losing a tooth. Um, I just wish the tooth would come out at this point. It's literally hanging on by a thread, and he won't (laughs) let us pull it. Um, And, I mean, he's learned how to ride a bike this summer. His swimming has gotten drastically better. Um, he's learned how to ride a hoverboard and he had his first like little t-ball season. So Drew has had a lit season and, um, just seeing so much growth with him. Um, and of course with Jay being the youngest, like, I feel like he grows up even faster because he's like right behind Drew. Mm -hmm. So, but Jay has his limitations. Like Jay is like, I'm not riding a scooter. He'll get on his bike and he's like, I'm not riding a scooter. Um, for his little sluggers, he wasn't as motivated. He was just like, I'm here, but I'm not about to show out for nobody. Um, <laughs> little sluggers. <laughs> yeah, little sluggers. And he has an issue with the name because Drew already teased him about little sluggers being for babies and younger kids and T-balls for the big kids. So then he doesn't want to go to little sluggers because he's like, I'm not a baby. Oh, tell so, Drew don't do that to him. Um, I know, I know. Um, <gasps> so yeah, the the boys are great. Um, just having an idea of being a mom of a five year old still makes me very sad. Um, 
it's like you want your kids to grow up but you don't Mm -hmm. it's like oh i can't wait for y'all to do this like the only thing i can't wait for them to do is to go downstairs and make their own breakfast like they don't have Mm -hmm. to get me up Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i can just sleep and chocolate milk too right whatever you need in the kitchen you can you can do but at the same time i'm just like no my baby's like what i'm not ready so it's just like a double-edged sword um but yeah i'm very nervous about kindergarten um i feel like drew's on track we've been working with his reading he's reading um sight words and rhyming words those type of things cbc words um what is a cbc word yeah consonant vowel consonant okay yeah okay um yeah but i'm sad (laughs) uh and then okay so that's enough about motherhood um when it comes to jaren and i uh we are relocating to florida Mm, um so we should be there by the end of this year um, but with that, it's changing schools. It's me trying to find another job, um, us getting another house. So that mm-hmm. whole transition, he's going to be gone for like three months for that amount of time. Um, so just getting ready for that transition. And I'm excited to be closer to family and friends. Um, but I also established myself here. Mm-hmm. So it's like bittersweet. Like I didn't really want to go, um, because like this would be my third year in my school district. Um, Drew is really comfortable here. I'm getting to know his school. I know he's in a really good school district. I know he's getting a good education. I don't know if we're going to get that in Florida, um so just really trying to take things slowly and really figure out where we fit mm-hmm. um and really figuring that out and then house hunting again these interest rates are ridiculous compared to when we bought in 2020 so just changing my mindset but also not complaining like definitely showing gratitude thanking god for this opportunity i know he wouldn't lead us astray mm-hmm. it's just you know hard to like start over again like every two to three years or three to four years i'm starting my life over Mm -hmm. and so now that we have kids it's just a little harder you know um so but one thing about the military you'll have family everywhere but it's just like again just starting over it's just so hard and so jerry's like are you excited and i'm like i am but like can I process this? Yeah. So and he's like, I can understand how, you know, this is so hard for you for your career because I have to get relicensed every time I move somewhere. I have to try to find a job, hope it's an opening or I have to sit out a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, you know, again, I'm not complaining, just updating. Um, definitely grateful for the opportunity, uh, because Jared would be more stable at home with his job. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be more like a nine to five and we can kind of expect a normal schedule and he'll be home more. So that's good for our family, mm-hmm. but just the transition there, it's just a little difficult. Yeah. I mean, that's, I that's the, the side of a military family that, no one like you hear about it, but you don't really understand unless you are living mm-hmm. that life. So I yeah. don't understand from a spousal perspective, but from a mm-hmm. kid, I understand how those transitions can be a lot. So y'all yeah. will be fine. Y'all have actually been very uh, well. Fort Urban was a little interesting, but Savannah <laughs> and going to Orlando, yeah. like y'all are 
especially mm-hmm. for Jared to be in the army and right. be stationed at not in the middle of nowhere aside from Fort Irwin. Yeah. Um, y'all yeah. have lucked up in that sense. So we have. Um, you you'll be fine in Florida. Y'all, you're gonna find a job. You're gonna find the perfect house for your family. Jared's gonna be home more. You're gonna be around family. Uh, Florida is a, a home state, kinda I guess for y'all. So <laughs> yeah. that that I'm I'm excited for y'all about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And God is good because Jared hasn't deployed. You know, like we've always been in mm-hmm. situations where he hasn't you know, knock deployed. On wood. So yeah, not gonna work for that. <laughs> And, um, you know, so I am grateful for that. Even though he's gone for trainings, he's been gone for like six months at a time and things like that. We've never faced a deployment. So Mm -hmm. I am grateful for that. I feel like I'm very privileged when it comes to that in the military Mm -hmm. life because it's kind of unheard. Like even your dad is like, how does Jared get the jobs that he get? Like I've never met somebody. Like y'all are at Fort Stewart where they deploy heavy. So that is a blessing. Yeah. He just happens to get switched at the right time and, you know, but God is good in that aspect because when Jared told me he was joining the army, that was like my biggest fear of him deploying. I know that sounds very selfish because that's what he signed up for, but I'm also um, a person who's not... um, you're human familiar with the military right and that's not like that wasn't my first thing like if anybody knows me i'm very scary i don't like guns like i'm just like no like this is the worst thing you can possibly do like you know so i'm just like lord please don't let him deploy and um so god has been granting my wishes with that again it sounds very selfish but Hey, oh, that's I am the reality. I, I I can't say that I know of anyone who wants their husband to deploy or their partner. Right. If I can be yeah. honest, um, so you you not wanting Jared to deploy is normal. And I, I if they if you do want him to deploy, then it's like what? <laughs> why, would, why would you want that to happen? Aside, well, some folks I mean, want their spouses to deploy because of the money. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And then I question their morals. Like you, (laughs) but yes, friend, um, I have high hopes for y'all in this new transition to Florida. Y'all are going to be good. Y'all are going to be happy. God's going to grant you everything you need and want plus more. So we're going to put that out there Mm -hmm. from your lips to God's ears. Here we go. Hey mamas, have y'all ever gone through a friendship breakup? It stinks. It hurts. It feels like you broke up with your man. The journey to healing after the end of a friendship can be so tough. But guess what? You don't have to figure it out alone. That's right. So allow us to introduce you all to the Creative Healing Series. This series is a transformative virtual screening of the documentary best friends not forever yo that title says everything it does. so join our girl shalice she's a rattler hey rattler. and a licensed professional counselor yes and she is with director of the documentary diamond williamson as they unpack this amazing series girl it's virtual so you don't have to worry about getting all dressed up and dolled up or anything like that (laughs) but it's saturday august 19 2023 okay for an empowering experience to support you in finding your solace and healing through creative expression all right so Mm -hmm. before we get into you getting into this event again it's virtual but there is still a fee okay take the Mm -hmm. first step toward healing right 
and rediscover yourself in your friendships. Use our code MAMAPOD, that's M-A-M-A-P-O-D, to receive up to 20% off on your ticket. If you are interested in attending this virtual event, you can go to www.theconsciousqueen.com or you can visit Eventbrite and type in best friends, not forever to secure your spot. Yes. Tell her we sent you. And we're going to say a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now. Amen. And we'll mm-hmm. claim it. Yes, ma'am. We're going to claim it. All right. So I gave you an update for about, what, 10 minutes? So Hasn't been what ten. you looking like somewhere around there? I guess. What you looking like over there? How the Ferguson's house, my baby Eli? Oh, girl, we got... <sighs> We got a lot going on. Um, <laughs> we always got a lot going on. So I will start. I'll pick up where I left off in my last check-in. So mm-hmm. uh, I had a check-in conversation in, what, February of this year? I think so. Yeah, but it was enough. shortly after I had an ectopic pregnancy where I shared that entire experience with y'all. I'm not going to go down the full story again because I just don't feel like talking about it. But yeah. if you are interested, you can go back to, I don't know what episode number it is, but a few episodes ago, I did It's share, called Checking In on Ken. Checking on Ken. Checking, checking mm-hmm. in on Ken. Um, but I had an ectopic pregnancy that resulted in me having my, uh, one of my fallopian tubes removed. And as a part of that follow-up post-ectopic pregnancy process, I had to have a couple more doctor's appointments and get my other tube checked out to make sure it was still in good condition. And it turns out it wasn't. So I was advised to go ahead and get that tube removed because of the possibilities of other things possibly happening with toxins being released into my organs. It was just a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm like, if the tube is there and it's not functioning, just go ahead and take it out. Like there is no purpose of it being there and possibly ruining something else, you know, within my system. So mm-hmm. we got, um, well, I got my tube removed in June of this year. And I've had a lot of people ask me like how, of course, the people that know, um, because I haven't made this public until now, Mm -hmm. but um, I've had friends and family ask like, how do you feel about that? Are you okay? And people are are literally surprised when I say I am content Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm putting that all to just God's grace. Like, there are so many things that could have happened if I would not have listened to my body during that ectopic pregnancy. Like I literally could be dead. And there are just so many scenarios that could have resulted in me not being here. And because God positioned me to be here, um, all I can do is just be thankful that I am still living, I'm breathing, I'm still here to care for Eli, still here to be Jonathan's wife, and still here to grow our family in a capacity because we do still have the capacity to grow a family. Um, But I made that decision to just go ahead and get my fallopian tube removed, the other one. So at this time, or never, I'm not I'm not going <laughs> to have another two fallopian tubes, but my fallopian tubes are no longer there. Um, and they've asked, you know, would you be interested in IVF? And in all honesty, I'm not. Um, 
And the reason why is I this I kind of wrestled with this because Jonathan has been, you know, after Eli's situation with the severe preeclampsia, he was very hesitant about us trying again. And when we got pregnant this last time, he was happy, but he was fearful of me having the same experiences I had with Eli. And after the ectopic, he was certainly like, no, like, I don't want to try again. I don't want to put your life at risk. I it is a hard no for me. And I was like, no, like, let's just try and see. Let's check out the other fallopian tube and see if it's safe. If it is, let's try again. And after having those conversations and the the higher risk that are associated because I had an ectopic, it's highly possible that I could have another one. So having those conversations, then learning that that other tube was obstructed and had to get it removed, then thinking about the severe preeclampsia I had with Eli and the gestational diabetes I had with him, it's just too much. And my body has already gone through enough trauma. I don't need need to put myself through those possibilities of risk again or high risk. So I sat with myself, I had a conversation with myself and God, um, and I allowed him to kind of steer me mentally and physically into a direction that sat well with me in making that decision. So after prayer and trusting that God would lead me into a space where I was comfortable, I made that decision that, you know, this is just not for me on top of science, because I do believe in it, um, it's just it just didn't make sense. I in the money that has to be put behind IVF, I I just didn't want to take those risks. So we um decided or I should say I decided for myself that I'm not interested in um carrying any more children given the uh experiences I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean we won't grow our family? Absolutely not. It does not mean that. We still have plans on adopting uh, over the next few years to grow our family. We want Eli to have a sibling, whether it's through blood or love. Uh, And in this case, it will be through love. So um, the Fergusons will be adopting a kid. And as soon as we start that process, y'all will know. So um, that is my update, at least in that space. And Eli is doing just fine. He is, I don't know what has happened over the last few months, but he is, he's gotten really tall. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's eating something different or I, I just, I really don't know. But my baby is literally like at my waist and he's three and a half. So he's getting big. School is going very well for him. Um, He may move up to the four-year-old class soon. I'm not sure yet. I got to check out the class and see if it fits uh, us comfortably and him, of course, comfortably academically and socially. Um, But he's doing very well in school. And um, 
we are also, the Fergusons, are in the process of closing on our first home. Yes. I I know we've been talking about this house for a long time, and we are finally here. I know. So I'm so happy. Yes. It's, you know, how the back and forth is with Mm -hmm. home buying processes and such. So we are still in that phase, but we have gotten our clear to close, and we should be closing here within the next week or two. So... Um, yeah. And aside from me being busy with work all the time, I mean, that's really nothing new, but Uh everything is going well. Uh, Jonathan is in the final stage of being licensed for, um, his career. So we, we're doing, we're doing pretty good. So I'm, I'm thankful. That's That's it. That's all I got. That's good. You know, it would be funny if we adopt our kids around the same time. It would. Because you know. That would be hilarious, actually. It would. And if they're uh, around the same age. I know. Because um, I don't know if you've done any research or not yet on the whole adoption process. But through my research, I found that um, you don't want to disrupt the birth order of the kids you already have, like your birth kids. Mm-hmm. So the kid that you're adopting will more than likely be younger than Eli. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what age range I want to do. I know for sure we don't want a newborn. Um, and and I don't think we want somebody in daycare because once we close that chapter, I think we're done. <laughs> we're paying um, for daycare. So, yes. Because the shit's um, expensive. Just let's man, just be real. It, it's, it's very expensive. So I'm thinking between like five and seven. And then for us, because, you know, we have two kids already. It's just like I much rather someone else get a newborn mm-hmm. and go through that and experience that than than us um because that's my least favorite stage and i've been very candid and honest about that um i love my babies it's just a lot of work it um is. and i'm just not ready to go through that again ever again in life if i don't have to um and then i feel like that age range is very important and those are the kids where they start to get forgotten about right yeah and so it's like uh from five to like teenage years um I don't necessarily want a teenager if a God put a teenager in my life. Like, I have no control over that in our lives. Mm-hmm. But, like, five to seven would be ideal for us. Um, so that would be interesting to see how yeah. our process go. We shall see. Um, yeah. We definitely do not, do not want a newborn. Um, oh, really? No, because, again, like you, you said, those, those early stages, <sighs> like, I know for sure – uh, Jonathan did not. He, of course, we love our Eli. Let, yeah, let's be, and of I course. feel like it's a beautiful experience in in parenthood. Mm-hmm. But those newborn days are pure hell, if I can be 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 honest. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, daycare is very expensive. So ideally, if if the kid is like four, right, transitioning out of daycare and into Mm -hmm. preschool, kindergarten, then okay, that's fine, whatever. But no, we do not want a super young kid that's still in diapers. And now, again, Mm -hmm. like you said, if if God says, no, this is what y'all going to have and that's that, then hey, it is what it is, but mm-hmm. uh, preferably, you know, a kid that and I we have done our research and that's that sense mm-hmm. of not disrupting the order of, of age in the house. So 
Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what that age will be uh, since we said mm-hmm. the next few years and Eli will be eight if we really count four years from now. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess the, the real question for me is, do I want another son or do I want mm-hmm. a daughter? Uh, and that I do not know. I have yeah. no clue. I know how it is dealing with boys uh, in my house. I have my Zuri. Zuri is my niece, but she's like my daughter, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I really don't. I have no clue what the, the yeah. sex or gender of that baby will be. Or you could do siblings. You could do a brother and sister and you have one of each. No, I didn't. I didn't say nothing about <laughs> <laughs> adopt. Now, again, if this is God's plan, this is his plan and we're going to follow it. But I said a child, not not. Uh, now, again, this is also a thing I would hate. I would not want to separate. Right. A sibling diet. I would not want to do that. Mm-hmm. But um, if there is a solo child that needs a home, then obviously. But if there are, there's a set of siblings that need mm-hmm. a home, I would not turn that down. No. And yeah. I'm sure Jonathan wouldn't either. We His I know two brothers wouldn't. were adopted. Um, so mm-hmm. And they came as a dyad. So mm-hmm. um, 100% would not turn that down. But I'm again uh you're not volunteering i'm not volunteering (laughs) for two kids at once (laughs) no that's funny yeah okay well this would be interesting i can't wait like i know i want a daughter Mm -hmm. because i have two boys and it's just like i'm ready to have my little mini me like because although the boys are mama's boys like they like hanging with their dad like they go yeah to their dad to like go outside and do like you know those kind of things like i'm not really going outside if i don't have to like yeah and it's like you know thought of like if when i think about my parents Mm -hmm. and i think about me and my brother and Mm -hmm. how we interact with my parents i talk to my parents every day absolutely and every day yeah yeah we talk about this a lot on the podcast like our son's getting older, you know, like mm-hmm. once they get a wife, like that's it for us. Like as much <sighs> as we don't want to accept that, as much as we don't want to accept that, as much as we pray, as much as we want to be like, a, you still you the, come the mama on my, on my daddy's side, like you still the daddy's side of the family. I like, know. <laughs> I know. And so that's my one thing. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you about my mama. Mm-hmm. My mom, I love my mama to death. I that, that's my girl. I talk to her every day, all day if we could. But my mm-hmm. mama don't give a damn about nothing. She, we are her kids, me and Vontae. Mm-hmm. She's gonna call. She gonna text. She's gonna make sure she is a part. And I feel like to an extent. Okay, mm-hmm. let me preface it by saying to an extent. Right. I'm going to be the same way with Eli and whoever he is with. I'm not like y'all going to see me. Y'all going to hear me. Y'all going to know me. My grandkids, if if Eli decides to have children, they going to know me like that. Mm -hmm. That's just that. And that's how my mom is with my brother. Like her and my sister-in-law are really close. They talk every day. I talk to my Mm sister-in-law 
like every day. So, Mm -hmm. but we also got lucky with Brie. It's just not always like that. Like Brie is like a sister to me, like not an in-law, but she's like a sister to me. Mm -hmm. So I just, I pray that uh, I have a similar uh, experience with Eli and Mm -hmm. whoever he ends up with. And if they decide to grow a, a family. So, yeah. That too, and y'all live close close together. I yes, think that changes some things too. So depend on where the child is and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just feel like I try really hard to be inclusive with uh, Jared's family and try to be fair. Like we split holidays, like we do all that because like I want that to come back to me. Like I mm-hmm. don't want to look up and be like. I haven't heard from my son in two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, why aren't you calling your mom? But then at the same time, I don't want to be calling him all the time. Like, I want to give him space, give them space. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see when we get, we got a long time. We to have get there. a long but way to go. But I still think about that because that is a fear because honestly when you look at it just from our lens and know all the husbands that we know, including our husbands like it's just like if we don't do certain things they're not doing it so we need to make sure they marry somebody who sees us as important (laughs) yeah and and all in all honesty jonathan is he's intentional about one time of the day to mm-hmm. make sure the parents are called, unless he's calling, you know, outside of me. Yeah. But when Eli is at bath time, he has a standard FaceTime call with my mom and, and his mom. And that That's is good. for Eli to talk. It happens every night. They are on FaceTime while Eli is getting a bath. So I will applaud Jonathan for that. But outside of that, I mm-hmm. don't know Yeah. if. Actually, I, I think I can speak to that a little bit because I've heard his mom say, I ain't heard from you. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine that that's probably unless something's going on. Um, yep. That's probably the only time he talked to her. I think we when we were overseas um, in London, Paris, UK, um, you even asked me, he's like, you talked to your mom since he's been here? He's like, no, is something wrong? And it's just yeah. like, yeah. And Jared's like, yeah, something wrong. I'm like, I already know you didn't talk, call your mom while she was over here. She may not even know you're here. But it's just like, See, that's the thing. I'll call her when I get back. If, like, I what? Call, if Eli is grown and he is international and I don't know, what? Right. Right. What? Right. We got issues. So I don't know. I we don't know. Issue. We got a long time from there. I just hope that I just feel like girls are just more nurturing. They go yeah. back to their families. They just, they just, you know, so I want that. I want that for me <laughs> <laughs> when I get older. Uh, and I, I just, that. I just want that mother daughter relationship. Like I, I really do. And I just, I want to do the girly things. Like I want to go get my nails done. I want to go get my hair done. I want to do that with my daughter. Like I want to experience that. Yeah. It's only so much I can do with the boys at the end of the day. Like I, I can just, take them to go get a haircut. It's just not the same. No, I hear, I hear you. I, I know one thing for show two things for certain. <laughs> what is that? Zuri is going to make sure her TT is squared away. So if Eli yeah. is ever absent in that sense, I know yeah. my niece, I know, and she's going to wrangle Eli's ass up too. I already know mm-hmm. it. I can see it. She's four and mm-hmm. feisty. I, I can mm-hmm. see it. She's going to make sure her TT and her Uncle Johnny are squared mm-hmm. away. So if we, you know, whenever we adopt, if I don't end up with the girl, 
for mm-hmm. this reason in particular, mm-hmm. I, I know that that base is covered because I know Zuri right. gonna make sure her TT and of course her her mommy and her daddy are squared away. She gonna make sure TT and Uncle Johnny are good too. That's awesome. I only have one niece <laughs> out of like twelve. Well, no, my older nieces, but they they're older. You know, they're gonna be grown, grown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. They're not gonna be in the same age group as um my boys Mm -hmm. and so i do have one niece who's the same age as drew but she she by country like sometimes she's in the states sometimes she's in thailand so (laughs) i gotta give me a daughter (laughs) (sighs) well friend you're gonna be you're gonna be fine child when you get older yeah it's it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be okay but yeah that was funny yeah, so um, we checked in on each other. We, yeah. you know, we our listeners know where we are with our transitions. Yeah. Um, so I think it's time for some mama juice. Y'all, guess what? We found the secret. <laughs> we found the secret. If you are a mama or a woman in general and you are struggling with your libido, we have found the trick. She O has done the job. We have been more engaged intimately with our husbands. We have had all the fun. And when I tell y'all the fun, we have had the fun. And guess what? We don't have to put towards so much energy because this no. has done the trick. And if y'all don't yeah. believe us, check out the reviews. Yep. Like check, check the out. link in our bio <laughs> and use code MAMA all caps for extra discounts. But order it today. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Today. Order it today. And like we said, if you don't trust us, read the reviews. Yeah, well, t- it, to be honest, we don't Since really have part two. much yeah. mama juice um, because this is a part two conversation of mm-hmm. our first recap of the Beyonce concert, the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And uh, our trip to Paris and London. So I'm still drinking my Win and Petty. Mm-hmm. Y'all can see my lipstick mark. Mm-hmm. And um, just to reiterate what's in that drink, it is a playoff of a French 75. And mm-hmm. just as I shared in the first episode, I don't have measurements. I just pour sometimes and go. Um, but <laughs> it does have gin. Uh, lemon fresh lemon juice and lavender simple syrup and that's all shaken up and poured into a champagne glass where it is topped off with champagne and if Mm. you are interested in the mocktail version it is uh, sparkling white grape juice that's what it is you can still use the lavender syrup no gin you can still use the fresh lemon juice and enjoy a win in petty and that is love it mama juice again for today so okay what's what's going on in mama's corner yes if this is your first time listening to mama's corner um or mama's corner the podcast (laughs) uh, we have a segment called mama's corner and this is where we connect with our listeners and so our listeners are typically write in or dm us however text whatever and um we kind of discuss the topic on the show so this one was a pretty good one um so let's see what you got friend 
It says, okay. hey, mamas. Hey, mama. Hey, hey, I hey. look forward to Thursdays with you ladies. Oh. I'm the first person in my friend group to have a baby, and I feel so isolated and alone. I'm not sure how to ask my friends or family for help or to even hang out. Any advice would be helpful. Hmm. So what you got for that, mama? Um. In all honesty, I'm 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 not speaking from experience here because mm-hmm. um, we have been able to have all our kids kind of together. But just in hearing, um, it sounds like she's she's kind of sad. Like, mm-hmm. where is where are my people at? Like, yes, I mm-hmm. had this kid, but I'm still not necessarily the same person but I still want to hang out I still want to see y'all and she probably needs that to get mm-hmm. a break away from her baby to be honest mm-hmm. uh, but I would challenge that mama to call it out you know mm-hmm. don't don't sit on it and um, have the conversation say hey yes I do have a kid but that doesn't mean that I do not want um, to, to still kick it, hang out, mm-hmm. talk, whatever. Don't always assume that I'm busy with my kid because yes, I am busy with my kid, but I, or, and rather, I, I still want my friends and I still want my family mm-hmm. to, uh, think of me and, and not exclude me because of what they assume. So right. I, I feel kind of bad for her that she feels isolated um, I don't like when people feel isolated. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But yeah. I, I hope that, you know, she feels comfortable enough to have those conversations and that whoever her family and friends are, they're comfortable or open to hearing what she has to say and can make some changes on, you know, based on how she feels. I'd hate for her to fall into a postpartum depression stage. Yeah. What about you? Absolutely. Um, I think, too, maybe plan something for them to come over and just mm. hang out. Like, mm-hmm. and tell them straight up, hey, I'm feeling lonely. I need some friends. Like, it's different being a mom and only talking to my baby all day, you mm-hmm. know, um, or not having adult interaction. So just like, hey, can you come over and kick it with me for a little bit? Or do you want to go to the mall? I don't know if you feel comfortable going out. I'm not sure how old your baby is. But even going by Target or something like that, um, just to get out the house or go for a walk, a picnic. Like, it's a lot of things you can do. Um, So maybe just start inviting those people over because maybe they don't know. And I don't know how old you are. Maybe you're a little younger. Mm-hmm. And your friends are just not on, like, a motherhood mindset. They more like being outside, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe you got to reel them back in to be inside to check on you. So um, I know for our friend group, we really tried to pour into the first um, person in our friend group to have um, a baby. But everybody's not like that. We were also 30, or if not close to 30. Um, so the mindsets yeah. were a little different. Um, but yeah, invite that. I invite your friends over or your family member over and tell them you need some adult interaction. Be mm-hmm. real. And then ask them, Hey, when next time you coming over? Right. <laughs> or can you come over more? Can you visit me more? You know, whatever you feel comfortable with. And I think that'll be more like an eye opener for mm-hmm. them. Call it out, girl. So, mm hmm. Call it out. Yeah, don't don't be rude and don't attack, but definitely call it out. Yeah, and if you need us, let us know. 
We're here. Mm-hmm. Write us back and tell us what happened if our advice was helpful, if you tried it. I always wonder. People don't really I write know. us back. They send the message, but... but yeah. <laughs> how did, how did but it work out? Honestly, by the time we get to the messages, they probably already figured it out anyway. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's so, fair. It's just like... Yeah. That's fair. But... That was a good one, though. Thanks for writing in, yes, and we you. hope to hear back from you. We're sending hugs to that mama. Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you don't uh, interact with them as frequently as you want, join some healthy mama groups. I mean, mm-hmm. you can always ask us to add you to our baby group on uh, Group Me. But um, sometimes even internet interaction could be better than nothing at all. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if the baby groups are healthy, because some of them are toxic as I don't know what, mm-hmm. but if they're healthy and they're helpful and they're insightful and you're learning no judgment, like come as you are, join those groups and mm-hmm. make your own set of mommy group friends. Yeah. Do what you got to do, meet mama. Mm-hmm. Have a meet up. Make your own friends. Sometimes you outgrow people. Yeah, that is a reality. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think we've had a good check-in, um, mm-hmm. and I think we needed this episode, this yeah, conversation. Yeah, so. for sure. Y'all could be anywhere on your Thursday nights, and you are kicking it with us at The Real Mama Pod. Yes. So, friend, where can they find us on the socials? They can find us wherever they like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and we are at The Real Mama Pod. If you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook. Okay. And I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at devgrace underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch out, yes. we're wearing our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch. So check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www dot the real mama pod <laughs> dot com uh, yes and if you are listening to us of course we need your reviews rate subscribe yes. review us we're on all major platforms yes. and youtube please make sure you leave your review yes we've been working hard on our videos as you if you started with us from day one <laughs> you see it's just getting better with time so continue to be patient with us and we thank you. Yes. And one last thing. If you have something from Mama's Corner. Yes. <laughs> Please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes. You can write us at. Mama at the real mama pod dot com. Yep. That's it. All right. <laughs> Until, Until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye.